Hi, this is Chris Ruvo with ASI's Counselor Magazine. Welcome to the Strategy Session Podcast. One of the uh, biggest trends happening right now in uh, the greater marketplace and the promotional products industry is the emergence of cannabis as a viable legal market for sales. We we see the studies right all the time that um, you know b- tens of billions of dollars um, are pouring into this this market or are anticipated to over the next. Um, a few years to decade and um, there's a lot of promotional products distributors out there that are that are kind of keen to capitalize but also uncertain about um, the legalities of that and what they can do and what they can't do and we're here today to talk with an expert in the market uh, and that is Ryan Tickle vice president of sales at cannabis promotions um, a supplier that specializes in selling uh, cannabis related products within the promotional products industry and um, Ryan is going to give some uh, pretty fantastic insights into how you can how you can capitalize on this market and, and how it, it is a real viable opportunity and there's maybe less things to be scared of than you, than you think of is that is that accurate Ryan that's very accurate there's Great potential, and uh, happy to show the insights of how to work in this industry. All right, very good. Now, I thought it was cool. We were we were we were chatting previously, right, Ryan? And you, you told me kind of how the how cannabis promotions got started, and I think this puts into perspective some of the opportunity in the industry. So, can you just share that story briefly with us? Yeah, absolutely. So, cannabis promotions got started when um, the owner was went into a dispensary and noticed that everyone. Uh, there's about 50 people in the store, and each of those people are given what's called an exit bag, which is a child-resistant, odor-proof bag to make sure no kids or anything, um, you know, get to the cannabis or anything. Mm-hmm. And what they noticed was um, the fact that, you know, within a few minutes there was 50 people in that store. Mm-hmm. So the owner asked, you know, how many, how many, uh, how much do these bags cost? And everyone happened to say, hey, these cost a, a dollar fifty each. So quickly, they're like, okay, 50 people, $1.50, that's $75. Mm-hmm. So it was like, oh, my God, for a few minutes, $75 in, in bags. Imagine these, and in, this was in Vegas mm-hmm. after the PPAI show, right? Mm-hmm. And so those dispensaries are open 24 hours. So with some quick math, it was kind of a, you know, a no-brainer, right? Just jumped in this industry, went from just from bags to um, tons of different accessories and everything from grinders, lighters, um, you name it in the industry. All right. So it, so, so that was kind of a, a eureka moment, a eureka moment, I should say, um, uh, in, in that dispensary there where you just, just the sheer volume of the opportunity was there. So that, that kind of gives us a taste of it. Can you put into perspective, though, kind of the scope of the, the broader opportunity that exists uh, with cannabis? Why, why is now such a, a hot time to target this market? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the biggest things is the importance of getting there first. And um, we teach a lot of people that the it, within the dispensary, the average person that shops in the dispensary, right, that actually goes and purchases something, spends seven to eight hundred dollars per year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when people go there, it's not they don't. You're usually spending quite a bit. Um, you know, at least fifty dollars. It can be excess of several hundred dollars. But over time, throughout a year, it's about seven to eight hundred dollars. And so we teach people it's really important that they should be branding everything so they keep coming back and spending that and getting their friends and family. Mm-hmm. So it's important to get in now because they're going to remember the person that's first and they're going to trust you and stick with you. Okay, these dispensaries go through millions of dollars a year. They go through tons of products. 
So, you know, everyone remembers the first person to walk on the moon. Mm -hmm. No one remembers the second. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's, so it's really important to be there. And also, if someone comes in with a product that's slightly better, right, or, or slightly less expensive, if they trust you, they're going to stick with you and, and not even speak with this person. It's similar as I say, you know, if... If you meet someone that's five percent better looking than your spouse, are you gonna are you gonna leave? Right, right, right sure. <laughs> you're, you're you're not. I mean, you have you have investment, you have loyalty, you have you have a bond, and so they're gonna share that with you as long as you're able to, you know, get them everything they need in return and and get in early and build those relationships. Um, while you can't afford it's too late. You know, I think that can't be emphasized enough, that, that if you're a distributor, don't sit on your hands now with this. Get in there now. It's This industry is nascent. It's, uh, it's, it's emerging right now. And if you could get in and position yourself as an expert and a reliable source from, from the get-go, then that is going to bode you so much better going forward than trying to break in after the, it's a well-established industry and, and these are massively coveted accounts that everybody's going to be gunning for. If you're already entrenched, to your point, Ryan, it's, it's, it's going to be a much better position um, to be in. But I think the next question that emerges from that, though, is who are the types of end buyers that distributors should be, be targeting? Because I think for, for some who don't maybe know about a lot about the cannabis industry, they say, okay, I, I want to do this, but, but who, do I, who do I target? Who do I go after? Absolutely. So um, the, the low-hanging fruit, obviously, is going to be the dispensaries, right? Mm -hmm. They have, um, like I said, they're getting funding like crazy, most of these, some in the excess of hundreds of millions. You know, it's almost like these big tech firms. So they, they have really large orders. Mm -hmm. but there's also a lot of smaller dispensaries. Um, and people, it's not just the legal dispensaries. People also have to realize that the medical dispensaries sell the exact same product. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think, okay, I live in a state where it's medical. You know, there's um, 34 states. So most of the country is at least medical. Mm -hmm. And so those exact dispensaries buy the same stuff as regular ones. It's just you need a medical card to get in. Mm -hmm. um, then you have the doctors that make the medical cards, right? Um, they're getting, you know, $100, $200 for someone to come in. So once again, they want give away a promotional item to make sure that, you know, people tell their friends, oh, I, I met this doctor. Mm -hmm. um, you have the growers and people that make the um, equipment as well. Mm -hmm. um, you got to realize these people can't just pass out $100,000 machines. Um, even what the people that make the lighting, you name it, they're not going to pass this out at trade shows, right? Mm -hmm. um, so they're going to be, they much rather give a promotional product that's in the industry. Same thing with the growers. They, they can't just pass out cannabis at sure, shows sure. as much as some people might like. Um, <laughs> but uh, there's, yeah, so there's, that's, that's what people have to realize. A lot of people aren't, so the dispensaries, a lot of people can see, and if you don't get to them quickly, they might already have someone, right? That's their, mm -hmm. their loyalty partner or spouse, so to say. So then you might want to look at some of these other opportunities, like I said, the growers, the equipment makers, even attorneys, anyone that kind of specializes in the industry is where you want to go after. Mm -hmm. Attorneys is that's that's you know that's one I never in a million years would have thought of and that's that's such a great point because they're 
uh, I don't want to say there's a gray area, um, but it's but because this is a new industry and particularly one that for a very long time had a lot of stigma around it and that and that was literally illegal. Um, there's there's a lot of attorneys getting entering this this field of practice and and they want to let people know about their services. They want to let people in the in the the cannabis industry know about their services. I presume so. That's another fantastic avenue to to, to, to target right. That, and I think that your point is that it's it's the cannabis industry is broader than hey just just that one dispensary over here it's it's much bigger than that is that fa- fair to say oh absolutely there's people on every avenue jumping in this whether it's marketing you know it's attorneys it's there's real estate i mean you name it everyone's trying to find some way to get into this industry so there's so there's so much more opportunity than you know what everyone first thinks about like the dispensaries and all these people are needing promotional items to get their name out there cuz Everyone wants a larger market share, right? Mm-hmm. They want to be able to get to more people first, and that's what the distributors can do. Is it gives you this opportunity to get to all these people and help them get there um, and educate as well. Very good. Now, um, of course, at the end of the day, uh, we, we are a product-driven industry. So what types of products do these, do these end buyers in the cannabis market generally like to buy? So they like to buy products that their users would use. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with, like, these attorneys in, in, in real estate, they, they want to give products that are within the industry, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not as much, you know, they don't want pens and shirts as much as they want stuff like that we sell, such as rolling papers, mm-hmm. grinders, lighters, rolling trays, things in the industry that are actually used to consume, store, and and use uh, cannabis. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's one thing that's really important. If you want to give stuff that's within an industry, Right, if you're in the travel industry, you might give earbuds and and things like that, pillows, you know. But in this industry, you really want to give stuff that are going to be used um, with cannabis in some way. I gotcha. Um, so, so armed with that knowledge, some of that product knowledge, distributors then have to take the next step. They have to actually find a way to, to discover these these uh, buyers that are out there and connect with them. Do you have any uh, advice or or tips on on how to go about doing that? Yes. Yeah, so my Number one tip, and it's very simple, something everyone can do very easily, mm-hmm. is to go to Google and Google your area mm-hmm. for either the term cannabis, the term dispensary, um, the term cannabis grower, the term you know cannabis lawyer, because if you think about it, these people are already trying to advertise if they're at the top of Google mm-hmm. or if, you know, or if they're at the top of Google, it means they're doing something right. They're they're bigger in the industry. It's a you know a bigger contact to go after. Mm-hmm. So that's that's going to be the number one way. There's also you know industry shows. Um, you can in each state. You know there's lots of organizations that um, you can be a part of. You know there's Facebook groups. You name it. But mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways is to find people that are already looking for you. Basically, right? They're already trying to advertise, trying to grow. So if you go on Google and search for these people, um, I think that's going to be the easiest way for you. All right, fair, fair enough. And, and and as you say, something that that people could do anywhere that they that they have their smartphone in service, right? You could you you could start that research. So not not a huge barrier to entry to to start at least finding out who some of these people might be. Once you start to get an idea though of of who you want to target and who might be in your area, um, what can distributors do to make themselves a valuable partner to these to these buyers and actually you know start to uh, serve them? Yeah, it's a great question. So there's several things that 
um, are going to be important. One is you need to have the products within the industry. So you want to be able to go there and say, hey, I you know, I have this, this, this. Um, the other thing is going to be, um, as I mentioned, the seven to $800 that people spend in a dispensary. Let's say you go into a dispensary and you walk in, you see that they have um, whether it's rolling papers, grinder, bags, anything that's not branded, you can walk in there and say, hey, why don't you have a logo on this? Mm-hmm. You know, the average person s- spends $700, and they have a lot of this knowledge where they know how much people are spending, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, hey, don't you want to get their friends, their family, you know, their cousins, you name it? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, yes, we do. So they say, well, for a few cents more, why don't you put a logo on it, right? Mm-hmm. And they see that value instantly. Um, other ways to add value, too, is... The laws are always changing, mm-hmm. okay? And a lot of these dispensaries, they don't necessarily, um, that might not be their trade. This is a very new industry. So you got to realize most of these dispensaries might only be a few months to a year to two years old, right? Mm-hmm. And so they don't really know the marketing as much. So it's really important for distributors to say, you know, you got to get yourself out there so you can get more market share. This is how you can do it by branding. And then there's also... Um, just having knowledge of the industry and then even learning the law since mm-hmm. they're changing every day. So it might be, you know, speaking with attorneys, finding out, you know, more of how they can package in your state. The laws are different for every state. They're even different for a lot of counties. Mm-hmm. So it's really important to get that knowledge um, and to, and that'll help these dispensaries because the last thing they want to do is sit there and have to know everything, right? They just want to sell. And so it's your import, it's, it's your job to bring more people there and help them, you know, get more customers so they can sell more. And you know that's what we talk about all the time uh, with that distributors should be doing with their clients, where instead of just hey, here's the catalog with products or here's the website, go go pick out some products and I'll get them for you. It's I want to be your marketing partner. Let me. Let, it's almost like you're outsourcing your your marketing or at least that aspect of your marketing to me. And if I could be an expert on all things r- related to your marketing, including the legalities of this, I'm going to be an extremely valuable partner to you and you're not going to want to work with anybody else because you're going to trust me to guide you in, you know, the the, the right direction. And I so I I think that's that's something fantastic to um to keep in mind. Now, um you mentioned the rules, restrictions regulations we know this is um this is a regulated industry and we know that because it's still technically illegal at a at a federal level um there's a patchwork of legislation across the country um as as to what you can do with marketing and advertising in all aspects of the cannabis industry for that matter with that understanding that you should be looking and trying to understand the local law situation wherever you might be looking to, to market with a cannabis partner, are there any rules or restrictions in general that distributors need to be aware of as they go into this market? Yes. So there's several um, really important laws. One of the one of the biggest laws, which is which is it's great that it's there and it's very important, is that you can't be marketing towards minors. Um, and so, you know, having packaging that's, you know, looks like gummy bears and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's really important. There's, the, the laws are in place for a very good reason. Some people, they don't want to get into because they say, hey, there's a bunch of laws and I'm not sure we can do this or that. Well, mm-hmm. they're actually there for a very good reason because if they weren't in place, right, mm-hmm. then people would be able to, this market could get crushed. Mm-hmm. It could be to the point where, you know, it's getting into people's hands. People are abusing it, and it goes the wrong way. Where this is a very, this is actually a very helpful um, product for a lot of people, and it really changes a lot of lives. So it has to be given the right way, almost as any other 
um, type of medicine and, and things are used. So it's really important that um, the industry isn't tarnished to follow these different um, laws, especially, like I said, the one that's, you know, not minors or anyone under the age of um, 21. So it's, uh, and I can't stress enough the importance um, of getting with an attorney. That might even be mm-hmm. to where, you know, you can offer them promos to get more insight and do a lot of research because, as I mentioned, these these laws can change almost every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a new law every day in, in a different state or in a different county. There's probably multiple. And and so it's really important to always be on top of it because one thing can change here. Then there's, And then imagine if you're doing a huge order and you just printed all this and it has to change. Mm-hmm. Um, now, it's not, and that's not something to be afraid of, okay? Mm-hmm. So there might be a law where you have to show this belief. It's just, they're not going to say, okay, tomorrow everyone has to change. It's usually, okay, within this time period, everyone needs to start carrying this. So people know what this product is and um, the amount that's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really important, too. That's another law is, is, is specifying uh, what percentage people are getting, especially when it comes to edibles and stuff, where it's, mm-hmm. it's hard to know when you're just eating something and you're not exactly sure how much you need to take. Mm-hmm. Um, so displaying that kind of information is also very important. All right, very good. Even with um, some of those hoops to jump through, so, those, so to speak, uh, the opportunity, though, that exists is is well worth it, fair to say? Yes, and another thing, too, that actually is uh, people are saying, okay, there's there's – there's all these laws, it's all this, but the majority of the stuff that's that's not laws is, is or there's not laws against is putting your your name on things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to bags and when it comes to products, everyone wants to have their name and their number and their different information, just like any other industry. So that's not something anyone should be running away from. It's like, hey, you know, maybe you can't put all this this other information, but you can put your name on just about anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so it's really important to be able to give that information, like, oh, man, I should be branding. I need to be getting more people. I need to fare off the competition because once this goes completely legal mm-hmm. and it's a big free-for-all, I need to have a bigger piece of the pie before everyone else, mm-hmm. you know, comes in. So that's that's where it's really important for the distributor to step up and say, hey, you should put putting your name on just about everything you have. And another thing, too, is the... People in this industry actually enjoy wearing logos. It's something unprecedented mm-hmm. where you see people wearing on their shirts or carrying things that has the name and the brand of the dispensaries, of the strains, of the different things. People actually enjoy that. And you see more and more celebrities stepping in now, Snoop Dogg, Mike Tyson. Uh, everyone's just kind of jumping into this and really, you know, wearing stuff. And it's just, it's been it's quite incredible to watch this grow. Yeah, well, you know, great, great point. I is um, on the on the wearables too. Is that I've noticed that it almost reminded it reminded me of um, you know like what you would see, and you probably still see it like in in like Silicon Valley some odd years ago, where everybody uh, is like super stoked to wear like hey i work for 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 such and such you know startup or such and such company there was a kind of a prestige or a coolness or a cachet that went along with it and it seems like you're seeing that um in in the cannabis industry too and i i, I think that opportunity with apparel is, is 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 huge as well um ryan you've been so generous with your time you've given us a ton of awesome insights you have any parting thoughts for um uh distributors who might be uh listening to this yeah, the main thing is really go after it and get it early like we've talked about. You know, this isn't something to be scared of. It's a market that has more potential than anything. And also the fact that this isn't like a 
like a promo where it just goes to the beach. It's a one-time thing. These dispensaries order over and over and over again. We have distributors that do, you know, 5,000 bags a week because these dispensaries just cycle through them and tons of other products. They go to more trade shows because, once again, they're trying to learn more, do market share, so they do more promos. It's a market they're going to just keep having large and repeat orders. So it's very important to get in it as soon as possible. And um, if they need any other information or anything, you can always check out our website. We have tons of products. What's that? What's that? We, yeah, what's that website, Ryan? It's going to be cannabispromotions.com. It's very easy to remember, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's spelled C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S Promotions with an S dot com. Very good. All right, everybody, that is Ryan Tickle, Vice President of Sales at Cannabis Promotions. Ryan, thanks so much for giving us some of your time and some really awesome insights onto an industry that presents a a, a ton of opportunity. Thanks again. Thank you, Chris. It was a joy, and uh, look forward to everything. Have a good one.